Chef Boyardee is Poe's mentor. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, it was always going to be Leia. Could have been Baby Yoda. <laughs> wow, what a huge oversight. There's just a hole in the Death Star. Like, what the heck? You know, just like board that up or something, you know? Then jumped onto Wikipedia and was like, oh, there it is. I refused to get on the Wook, um, as, as Jared lovingly refers to it. You're listening to the Star Wars Archives, a Utini.com Patreon-exclusive podcast. Your regular deep dive down the rabbit hole of the Star Wars universe. Discussion, analysis, Easter eggs, and obscure books you've never heard of. And now, here are your hosts, Jose and Trevor. Hello there, you have tuned into episode 52 of the Star Wars Archives, the Utini Network podcast where we take a random Star Wars topic, and if you didn't know, we then go and explain the living Bantha Puru out of it. I am Jose, aka Joxy in the Utiniverse, and as always, joining me today, the most luminous being of them all, <laughs> Mr. Trevor Davey. And Jose, you put the best into bestine. Oh, thank you. Which, which is the city of Tatooine, in case yes, you didn't know. I, 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 I did know um, this. And I'm Trev, keeper of the timeline pages over at utini.com. I've spent my entire life consuming Star Wars media, and I've read over 1,000 Star Wars books and comics. Yeah, and that was short and sweet. Yep. <laughs> so, a little, little change from last week's, or the last 51 episodes. But, here we are today, capping off Utini's High Repub Week. Uh, I love that, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Thank High you. Repub Week. Yes. High Republic Week. Where all the other Utini shows covered some sort of aspect of the High Republic, and we are following suit, so we will be covering it as well. For all those of you who are not Patreon members, then this is coming to you a few months after the fact. So if you haven't listened to um, The Living Force or Legends Look Back, they talked about the High Republic, so go check those out too, because... They may have said some things that we are that we missed, but of course, all the cool kids will get to listen to this yes. as part of the High Republic. Yeah, yeah. including our our loyal archivists there who will go. be listening to us on day one. Yes, as always. Yes, and it's also I mean because what we're here the reason we're doing this right is because Phase Two is coming up uh, in a few months still <laughs> when we're I mean, recording I think this. It's, I think it's officially started. It's oh yeah, path of this wait yep. path of deceit path right? of deceit yep okay so it just started, uh so it would have been well on its way by the time all you people outside of Patreon, um, that are listening to this so you missed out on getting some early speculations I guess, <laughs> yes <laughs> um so but anyway so that's that's what we're doing today uh Trev anything to add to that before. We move on to the segment where then I just talk about before we start in the actual episode. Uh, no, uh, no, we'll, we'll go to the segment and then we'll talk about the episode and then we'll Get do some it. more segments and then do some more talking and, and um, maybe a segment or two. Okay. And then we'll talk some more. All right. So now we're in this segment where I, we do a little bit of house, <laughs> housekeeping and, and show notes and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, this show is possible thanks to all those people supporting us through Patreon subscriptions. Like we said, you know, subscribe to Patreon and then you get to listen to this when it's meant to be listened to. Um, but if you can't, hey, I get it. It's fine. Um, so uh, thank you for listening anyways. But if you can... 
go to utini.com slash Patreon and you can become a Patreon member and help us out. You can also help Utini uh, as in general by going to utini.com slash merch and getting some of the Star Wars inspired merch. So that's it for that segment. Let's go into the main episode segment <laughs> now. Um, so I think... The way that I want to do this, oh, and oh, hey, yeah, this is also, also for anyone who is new, right? This is going to be largely unscripted, like we always say, uh, especially today. <laughs> um, but we have notes, so we'll we'll see how it goes. So we're starting with this, you know, the High Republic. So what is it and how did it come to be? So what happened was back in the summer of 2018, the publishing the Lucasfilm's publishing creative director Michael Siglane is that how you pronounce his last name uh, Siglane? Yes, Siglane Siglane so he came up with this idea of uh, just some new era in Star Wars and he talked to each one of the authors being Justina Ireland Claudia Gray Charles Soule Daniel Jose Older and Kevin Scott and he's like hey let's let's do this thing let's do something where you know we kind of like go back and and uh and just have a big event which it must be a little similar to i mean i guess at that point i don't know how he described it i don't i don't i've never read anything about how the project was actually pitched but trev like there's we've talked about other large sort of media star wars events right like we have uh shadows of the empire Shadows of the Empire, um, the New Jedi Order. I mean, even the the original Legends, Clone Wars, multimedia, multiple multimedia project. I can't remember yeah. what the MMMP stands for now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this is the this was the tightest. This was the most this... worked out ahead of time. Okay, so wh- I mean, what are because this is right now comic books audiobooks or audio dramas and novels going from right we have like the youth novels or what you know we have young adult and we have the adult novels and the junior novels and the kids picture books yes and the couple of really odd obscure stories which we're going to talk about so there are short stories in here as well um, and eventually, the Eclipse video game is meant to be part of it. Oh Acolyte yeah, is meant to finish the High Republic off. So you know, it's there's a lot going on. And the whole point of this episode is we're going to talk about some of the stuff you may not even have realized exists in the High Republic. Yeah, but yeah, but if we talk about some of this, like compare it to some of those other events, yes. Um, did they all come like Shadows of the Empire, for example? Like I know we we had spent a whole episode talking about it, but if can you remind me like when that was launched, like what kinds of things were available, and did that also go on for a few years, like High Republic is doing? No, so Shadows of the Empire was always kind of planned as a movie without a movie, mm-hmm. um, but that all pretty much dropped at the same time. You okay. have a video game for adult novel the comic series the toys the trading cards all of that but it all kind of dropped at the same time as like one big massive event Mm -hmm. um new jedi order went on for five years i think with Mm -hmm. 19 novels and numerous different authors um but nothing again nothing of this scale i don't think yeah yeah okay yeah because like i mean what seems really 
what I think is really cool, right, is that, they, you know, so Michael Siglain came, you know, so he brought this five authors uh, and it was also just looking ahead as like they were about to finish a Skywalker saga and they were like, OK, so what's next in Star Wars? And instead of just trying to bring more things that try to tie to the main saga events, they were like, OK, let's just why don't we what if, what if we go further back and give these authors a lot more freedom to kind of just play around with what's what you know what, what's happening so september of 2018 so a few months after um michael reached out to the authors they all five authors were taken to skywalker ranch to flesh out the story and the line that inspired the era apparently is when obi-wan says that the jedi were the guardians of peace and justice in the old republic and what they were trying to figure out is, so if that's the case, what what scares a Jedi? Like, what is it that would, would scare a Jedi? And, yeah. I, and I guess the, their answer was the Nihil. <laughs> old, old killer plants. Or, yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I'm, so can you... How, how did... Who pitched the, the drain gear? Who, who pitched the killer plants? Well, so obviously we knew that something was coming we yeah. announced um so project luminous they announced in 2019 yeah uh, they, star and, wars and celebration chicago they dropped loads of teasers and i don't know if you remember seeing it jose they dropped that one picture of the whiteboard uh-huh. where they'd written down loads of ideas uh, yeah 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 as, as a tease and you know the forces on there and all different stuff was on there dinosaurs was on there oh people went nuts about right it. right i remember but that. also there was, I think they didn't quite blur it out enough, but Drengear was essentially an anagram of herring, as in red herring. Uh, so they were never meant to be the big bad of right, the series. Right. Um, it was just a, like, a diversion, but I think that kind of got spoiled a bit, so people kind of knew that mm, when mm. when it happened. But, you know, they were ever big bad for, for a while. Yeah. It's just like I'm trying to picture myself in the room when one of them just goes like, I mean, I don't. I'm trying to figure out who out of these five came. Oh, up it had with to it. be it had to be DJ Older. <laughs> had to be. <laughs> there was just sort of like, all right, so we need some sort of red hair. You're like, hold on, guys. What about? <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> yeah. What about he just, he, he just finished watching Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? <laughs> yes, and he was like, right, <laughs> or Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was it, it was September when they were meeting up, right? So this was just right before Halloween. So maybe you know, right? <laughs> they were ready for. Uh, I mean, actually, they met and they're like, we need a red herring, and then that's what happened. That's I'm sure that's just what happened, right? So then it's it's he's back in New York. They're like, you know, he's he's all in like Halloween mode. And then he's watching Little Shop of Horrors, and he like, and then he just calls them. He's like, "Okay, let's get on a, on a Zoom call it. right I've now. Got I got it. it. I got it. It's a killer plant, guys." <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but anyway, so, um, but yeah, so, um, Trev, like, I wasn't, um, I wasn't following Star Wars Celebration when this was actually when this was announced back in uh, back in 2019. What besides this image that blurred out some things and not others? <laughs> like, what, what were you following this? Like, what or, or what? I mean, I assume that you were, but what 
if you yeah, were, what was a general whole, kind of like? They had a big whole like reveal yeah. event about what it was, and I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to remember back, but like they announced that it was the High Republic, and it would be taking place, you know, 232 years yeah before Star Wars, or 200 years before Phantom Menace, and I think even on even as part of that launch reveal, we knew we were getting three lots of three books. Yeah. So we knew we were getting the three waves and the three phases and there was going to be an adult book, a junior book, a YA yeah. novel. So all of that was announced straight up. So they were like, We're not messing around here. You know, we've got yeah. we've got this plan. But I think even a lot of what came after I think was just based on the success mm-hmm. of it. Well, because that, yeah, what you're talking about is when it was in February 2020 when they revealed that Project Luminous was to have Republic. And then yeah. that's when they, they talked about all the different faces. Um, and so they had been already working on it for a year and a half yeah. at that point. So, yeah, they had a really good, I mean, everything was very fleshed out. They had, um, yeah, this idea of, of when it was happening. Did they, I can't remember, but did they already know that? With phase two, because I'm I'm still a little shocked by this, Trev. That because I just okay. I just realized this that phase two is going even further into the past because of course Star Wars likes to start a story in the middle. And I'm like, oh, hold on, let me just give you the prequel to that. But it's not even like right before it. It's like hundreds of years before two. Fifty years, yeah. So it's, it's and I'm like, what? What the? F-? Like, it's why good storytelling magic. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, um, I, I was shocked by that as well because, because of the way, you know, the whole first phase ends on like a massive cliffhanger. Yeah. And then they're like, you're going to have to wait a year, year and a half <laughs> before you get any answers. Oh, is, is phase three then going back to the present? Um, I can only assume so. <laughs> so we don't know yet. We don't. No. So, and this is why, like, what I was going to ask was, like, I didn't, I couldn't remember if when they did announce what what Project Luminous was and, and when they revealed the different faces and waves, if they had said that uh, Phase 2 was going to be further into the past. But no, I, they, okay. that didn't get revealed until, well, until after Phase 1 had, had finished. Okay, okay. Um, they gave us, like, the titles of the phases. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what they are. I think it was, like, Trials of a Jedi, Quest of a Jedi, and something else. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there was no hint that yeah, they were going to uh, tell it in standard, typical Star Wars fashion. Light <laughs> of the Jedi is phase one. Quest of the Jedi is phase two. And what did you say? Trials of a Jedi? Yep, you're correct. Oh, there we go. You're good. Yeah, there you go. You know your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yes, yeah, so, I mean, that, that's just generally the, the kind of, you know, the, the chronology of what led to it. I mean, I, I don't know if there's more... I mean, those are very basic bullet points. But what's also interesting to see within the sort of real world events is that we do get little bits and little nuggets of, of information right before um, all of it was even revealed. So uh, Kevin Scott, you know, he, he was already working on this. And then he does release the first audio drama, Dooku yep. Jedi Lost. And in that, he... That's the first time that the High Republic was ever mentioned. Oh, okay, yeah, the words. And uh, so we said this was unscripted. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> that's where they talk about uh, a Jedi Trennis being one of the mm-hmm. Jedi who have left the Order. Right, Jedi Master Trennis, and they also talk about Padawan uh, Cleus Teradine. Or Clias. Clias? Yes. Clias? So, have we seen them? <laughs> I I, I haven't I haven't seen them <laughs> in the in the High Republic, but okay. they they mention. I mean, I, I also I'm not I'm not up to date with the comic books. We we were just right before recording, guys. We <laughs> Trev and I are, were just trying to kind of like take stake of where we are in the yeah. High Republic, <laughs> and it turns out that I'm actually pretty up to date with the novels. Uh, I haven't read all the junior novels, but uh, but I'm pretty far back in the comic books. But in terms of the the Young adult and the adult novels. I'm actually I'm I'm up to date, so I'm which I'm was really good. surprising to me because Jose <laughs> is an avid comic reader. Yeah, I I have a, a large stack of other comic books that I need to catch up on, um, but um, I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> We're talking about so it, it popped up in Jedi Lost. Oh yeah, so so, so, the, so yeah, I so can the, I can trump that yeah. one. Yeah, so, so I have even one. Uh, well, Slightly later than that, so in the Star Wars Adventures comic by IDW, mm-hmm. in issue 30, so uh, let me backtrack on that a little bit more. As part of the backup stories in these, a lot of them were from the adventures of Emil Graf and his sister, um, all took place in the First Order era, mm-hmm. but I think the Grafs have turned up in the High Republic as well, so... Cav's already plotted this entire sort of family history. Mm-hmm. But in the backup story to issue 30, mm-hmm. Emil Graf visits the lost library of Nelganam. Okay. And mentions that it was destroyed by Nihil Raiders mm. centuries ago. But mm-hmm. due to a little two-panel flashback, that's the first... And all you see is this library with people in it. This yeah. library in use. Yeah. But that's the first visual representation of the High Republic era. Wow. In so, a backup comic to a kid's comic a year before the High Republic dropped. So, and this is, yeah, this this issue came out on January of 2020. So yes. that's also, again, like, I mean, it's also so Kevin a year Scott. before Light of a Jedi came out. Mm-hmm. But you can see that Kevin Scott was most definitely just like sprinkling in. Oh, he things. loves his breadcrumbs. <laughs> loves his breadcrumbs. Because like I don't know what else like you know what the other I guess the other authors weren't really actively working on Star Wars projects at the time. I guess um, Charles Soule, he was he would have wrapped up Poe Dameron by then. Um, did he write Lando Double or Nothing? He might have done a few miniseries. Um, oh, he actually actually he did. Um, he, because he was doing the Star Wars 2020 series, and yeah. on Star Wars number two, they mention um, Starlight Beacon. Okay, so, so there's a so a little sprinkling there from from Charles Soule. Yeah, and that's before Light of a Jedi dropped as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I think we've had enough. Yeah, it is because that, that was 2020. But uh, I think we'd had January. On... We might have had the synopsis at that point, or Starlight Beacon itself had been teased, so we kind of knew what it was. It wasn't. Um... No, it was a whole month before it was announced that what the High Republic oh, was. Okay, because it's uh, yeah, February twenty twenty is when they make the announcement of 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 the High Republic being Project Luminous. So right before that happens, that's that's what's really interesting, right? That you have at this point Charles So Soul and Kevin Scott talking about things before people even know 
what the High Republic is. I remember we were having discussions, whether it was in Discord or Slack or whatever, around mm-hmm. that time. And just when all these kind of things made sense, us uh-huh. all just imagining what these guys were like when they were writing and releasing this stuff, going, ah, oh, these uh-huh. readers have no idea. The fans have no <laughs> idea what's coming. So, no, yeah, it's like, it's it must have been... I mean, fun, but also probably a little frustrating because I guess if if any fan ever asks them, so hey, uh, so what is the star like beacon? <laughs> like, why? And they're like, oh, God, you're gonna have to wait a little bit. <laughs> I, I do wonder as well exactly how much of the High Republic was not just plotted out, but actually written mm-hmm. before the first book dropped. Like, had they finished Wave Two completely, written, edited, good to go right. before the first books even dropped? Yeah, well, because we know because that a lot of content came out, and that it was a it was yeah. a year. It was only a year. Yeah, yeah, and then I mean, we know that with the pandemic hitting, a lot of the uh, the supply chain issues, and with the pub, like a lot of the publication publishing of books just sort of slowed down, and a lot of dates got kind of messed up. So, um, so because I think the first book was supposed to be released even earlier, and that's why we got a bunch of them. Group together, yeah, if I remember yeah. correctly, very but, possibly. But I, yeah, but I assume that if they were able to still even just get them all out in, you know, with just a few months delay, that a lot of it must have been written and ready to go uh, ahead of time. I have no. I mean, we, maybe we need to have uh, Tom back <laughs> for <laughs> for a, a second interview and be like, "Hey, we've been doing this for a little longer now. Can we can we talk again about <laughs> yeah, the whole how, publishing how did process?" It work? <laughs> But but anyways, I mean, I that's um that's about it. I think there's also Rise of Kylo Ren. I have here that uh, also written by Charles Soule. There's a, a little bit of um there's a, a female Jedi in a holocron that was later confirmed to be Avar Chris. Yeah. So there's another sprinkling of of uh, of High Republic stuff. Um, but uh, and then and then I have one more, another more Kevin Scott. Of who, course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in the fourth issue of uh, Star Wars Adventures: Return to Vader's Castle, I guess he he there's some concept art that I guess is based on that comes from this. So okay, so yeah, so just a little bit of a foreshadowing. Nothing, nothing big. So I guess not. A, I, yeah, there's not a lot even in in anything else Star Wars that really mentioned the High Republic, unless Trev. Well, you know all the legend stuff, right? I mean, there was no High Republic no, equivalent but, in Legends. But I'm all. sure that there's some... I mean, were they inspired? I mean, have you found any sort of inspiration, perhaps? No, not, or? not really. This is all... It's, it's wow. pretty original. That's, you know, and, that's and amazing. I think, I think they had to be as well. I think they had to find something that hadn't been done yeah. before. You know, if they're going to launch it as a big project luminous event yeah if they turned around and went well actually we're just going to retell the crystal star i don't uh-huh. think it would have worked <laughs> well because cause like i mean there's uh the um what are the, the darth bane books those are quite a couple of hundred i mean that's before that's a thousand years before thousand years yeah so okay so we're just a hundred a couple a hundred years yeah and then the old Hundreds republic books was five thousand years before star wars oh, so man. Okay. Yeah, a bit different, but okay. so that's our, our general wrap up of what the High Republic is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, let's now, get into. Now I'm going to talk about some of the universe. High Republic you may have missed. So mm-hmm. 
the first book that came out was Light of a Jedi. What happens there? Well, <laughs> hang fire. So BT Doves, not... I do know, but it's just like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> that's not chronologically the first current uh-huh. High Republic story. Okay. So we had two comic series, ongoing comic series, attached to the High Republic. You had the High Republic from Marvel and the High Republic Adventures from IDW. Now, the High Republic Adventures Annual 2021 was four short comic stories in it. Two of those were set before Light of a Jedi. Mm. So they, they're like the earliest stories in this phase. But then even the very start of the phase. So uh, Light of a Jedi starts with the great hyperspace disaster. Right. So that book starts, but then the other books, um, Into the Dark and Test of Courage... They both start just kind of before or after it. And then you've also got short stories that started being released uh, later on throughout the phase. Mm -hmm. So you've got Starlight Part 1, which was Mm -hmm. from Insider Magazine. That specifically happens during Chapter 3 of Light of a Jedi. Uh Um, High Republic Adventures Number 1 starts during the disaster. But one of the things that I love about how tightly plotted these were, the Marvel number one starts place before the Light of a Jedi epilogue, because Avar Chris hasn't yet been assigned to the beacon, but she Uh has by the end of the issue. So Marvel number one takes place before, during, and after the Light of a Jedi epilogue. Um, Test of the Courage states that it's been months since the disaster, which shows that Light of a Jedi spans a decent amount of time. Yeah. At the end of Test of Courage, um, the main characters hitch a ride back to the beacon with Skur. And in one of the last panels of the Marvel comic, you see Skur and Keeve disembark from a shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> so all the all the plotting and the way the authors work together meant that in all these different mediums, there's a load of real crossovers where you can pinpoint exactly where the characters are from other stories at a given point in time. Now, Trev, so many notes. So, one thing that I know about you that you love to do—I mean, we all know that you're you're the timeline, the keeper of the timeline, and Utini. Yeah. And one thing that I know that you you love to do is that you will gather all those different stories and all those different panels, and you would you have a look your in your word processor or whatever it is that you do, you will put everything in like the correct order. So, because you like messing with timelines or, or correcting the timeline, yeah. so that if anyone at some point actually wants to read something through, I, and you do this for yourself, because I don't—it's not yeah. like you're giving this out to anyone. No. But then you put everything in exact order, and you will stop a chapter of a book halfway to put in the two sheets from yeah. a comic book, so that you can I, see the few things in there. Have I you done that for Higher Republic yet? No, <laughs> no, no, I have not. I, don't think it would be possible. <laughs> but also because the stories are, especially in that first wave. Yeah. Because apart from a hyperspace disaster, the stories are so far removed from each other. I see. I they're see. They're not necessarily telling the same story. Okay. Listen, I have just done exactly what you're talking about with Labyrinth of Evil, the Revenge of a Sith novelization, mm-hmm. the Reversal of Fortune webcomics, the Order 66 book. I've done exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I know. About. But that all tells the same story, which yeah, is... I see, I you see. Know, the, the end of 
for Republic. I um, mean, you it, did it for Lost. I did you, it for Lost. Yes. You did it for for you know <laughs> that Lost TV show. You re-edited the series to be chronological. Yes, I I I did. There's yes. something there's something in your head, Trev, but where broken. like you. <laughs> <laughs> Is it broken or is it just you have this this thing where you just have to see things in the correct order? I, it's when I see these these projects, it's like uh, that you know, Memento with Guy Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Just part of me always wants to go. Well, what would that look like normally? Uh huh. You know, you so can appreciate more... the artistic choices. Okay. And I do love that whole yeah back forward, back and forward. But I do just like going well. Let's make that work normally. So when you go to like a bookstore or someone's apartment or house and you you look at their books and they're not all stacked in a way that makes sense to you, do you go like, hmm, I wonder what happens if I reorganize this to be <laughs> from smallest to largest? Or I, And they're like, oh, now I've seen it. Let me put it back exactly how it was before. I, I did get a bit annoyed in work yesterday. So one of the things we sell in work up perfumes and you know colognes uh-huh. and stuff and we've got them in a cabinet on the shop floor and then we've yeah you know the customer will tell us what we want we have to go and get them from the storeroom and it's quite hard you go and you have to try and find it so i put all these things in alphabetical order ages ago so i can quickly go right there's my calvin klein there's uh-huh. the whatever <laughs> and i went in there yesterday and someone had started putting things everywhere i'm like oh come on how can anybody live like this it's chaos <laughs> see okay so so yeah it's 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 part of your personality trev and this is one of the many reasons that you are such a luminous being um (laughs) but uh all right so so let's let's continue here so um so there's those stories and that are happening right around and at the same time or right before and right after light of the jedi yes and then starlight part two Another short mm-hmm. story from inside a magazine. Mm-hmm. That's the unofficial epilogue to Light of a Jedi. Oh. So the end of wave one, according to Charles Soule. Okay. So that is kind of the end of the first wave. And then we go into the second wave, which is Rising Storm. Huh. But if you want a real full breakdown of how to read the comics alongside all of this, if you've got a yeah. Utini timeline... Now, on our timeline, normally we only show the graphic novels so we'll only show the for one comic arc because if you we showed every single issue yeah it would break the website yes. um however for high republic i made the decision not to do that so you can see all the single issues split up in and around the books and oh, you jump man. from marvel to idw um i even split down the four stories from <laughs> high republic adventures annual so you can see all of these because I wanted it to be the most comprehensive High Republic timeline. And I am looking at that right now, and yeah, it's kind of if you go to if you go to the filtering, work. <laughs> if you go to the filtering in the top corner, yep, top left corner, yep. and click Show All. Yes, because by default see, it only shows the uh, adult m- novels, um, young novels, young adults, audio dramas. And yeah, and that's it. Something else. Now that, that's that's all it shows oh, okay. by default. But if you do click all, show all, then and then you'll see the the snazzy covers that uh, Oz oh, makes man. for us wherever I split things up. Yep. Wow. Yeah, there, that's a lot. So that's again, a... we've got the three waves of uh, phase one. 
So each wave is adult book, YA book, junior book, and the comics that go alongside it. But then all this other stuff started coming out. So there's a story in the life uh, in Dark Legends. You know that um, little short story collection mm-hmm. called A Bitter Harvest. You've got another one in Life Day Treasury called Coruscant Solstice. So they're High Republic stories. Um, in the Life Day one shot by Marvel, there's a High Republic flashback in that called Deck the Halls. There's a this this is one of my favorites that only came to light to me recently i hadn't made this connection so star wars adventures 2020 again the idw one uh-huh in issue 40 in the backup story is called a very nigh hill interlude and that shows uh devo 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 lompop from war of the bounty hunters you know the, the spiky punk yeah gangster woman yeah shows her working with the nigh hill so she what? was a nigh hill during the high republic era Oh. And she's on the planet Hontalos, and it's a weird story. She's basically helping a kid who's being bullied to not yeah. be bullied. But then in the last panel, you see those big spider robot vehicles that the Nihil use attacking a planet behind. <laughs> and that attack gets mentioned in Fallen Star and Edge of Balance. Yeah. Uh, what else should we talk about? Um so let me flick over to we're going to go deep behind the scenes of the utility timeline here because i'm going to open air table <laughs> and we'll just we'll, we'll talk about some specifics so like i said about um starlight part two being the epilogue to light of the Jedi. well that actually occurs the day after the starlight dedication the day um, at, they, okay so you're yep. that specific yep um if we talk about wave two, so wave two technically starts with the rising storm, mm-hmm. um, but Marvel number seven, which was the part of the second arc, takes place before it, whilst number eight is concurrent with chapters one to 56 <laughs> of the rising storm. <laughs> Race to Crash Point Tower, which is the junior reader book from wave two, is concurrent to chapters 21 to 49 of the rising storm. The High Republic Adventures Free Comic Book Day takes place between chapters 49 to 50. <laughs> and then Trailer Shadow starts immediately after. Can we... I don't... I know Oz has done some pretty cool um, graphics that, that are just sort of like infographics like like uh, in the past. It'd be really cool to just see how this... Not only... Do, I mean, because the timeline is all very... you know. Putting it in a timeline, it's all linear. Yes, but I'm, I'm, it'd be curious. I'm curious to sort of see it broken up on like all these events or all these single issue comics are happening within this chapters of this book. So not necessarily seeing it all in a linear fashion, but just sort of seeing how like convoluted it all really is. Because that's, I mean, I can, I mean, you've done a lot of work <laughs> trying to put everything in order because it's, it's a lot. The fact that all this events are happening at the same time or all these things that are being released they're all happening concurrently well the one that really um struck me was trail of shadows um yeah have you read that one yet the four issue miniseries no no that's incredible that's probably yeah. the the defining comic story of the entire first phase it's okay it's like a noir detective story it's Ooh. really really good but that literally spans 
the entire time between Rising Storm and Fallen Star. Yeah. It actually overlaps with Fallen Star, but it manages to cross over lots of different points throughout that gap between books as yeah. well. Um, so one, <laughs> there's one really random one-shot comic. So when I said at the, the beginning of a show where you know they'd obviously planned out their three waves and that's what they announced and the three yeah. phases, but I don't think they'd planned out things like Edge of Balance, Trailer Shadows... Or the High Republic Adventures Galactic Bake Off Spectacular, the one-shot <laughs> comic that they released. Uh-huh. I think all of this stuff came later based on success. But yeah, Trail of Shadows number two crosses over with the Galactic Bake Off Spectacular, which also crosses over with the High Republic Adventures number 11, where they have a whole Padawan race throughout the temple. And you see this event from a couple of different perspectives. Yeah. It's... Madness, absolute madness, but <laughs> so tightly plotted that it yeah. works. But Trev, so tell I mean, on one hand, the way that you're describing this, it almost just sounds like it's if you were to if you were looking at this as a timeline or whatever, right? It's like it just seems like the comic books, in a way, just I guess just because they're just being released on a you know monthly basis and they kind of lay out most of the timeline. And then it's really like the novels sort of insert themselves into that rather than the other way around where you might have the novels as the, the main things and then things happen around the novels. Yeah, because I think that was a that was a real maybe a valid criticism when yeah. Fallen Star came out was, you know, Avar Chris wasn't in it. Yeah. Because her part of the story was told in the comics. And people are yeah. like, oh, you know... But do I have to read... I shouldn't have to read everything to get the whole story. Right. But the thing is, if you want the whole story, by definition, you have to read everything. Yeah, so that's what I was going to get at, that it just really sounds like you do, in this case, just because everything is so tightly written or, or assembled or whatever you want to call it, that you do need all this extra information. I... I I mean, perhaps some of the junior reader stuff, at least the ones that I have read, they do seem like very much. And the reason why I've had a harder time getting into them is because they do feel very much like side stories, at least the first few. And that's why I'm like, they're kind of fun. But they paid off later in the wave. So, Mm. again, one of the things I've heard about Midnight Horizon is so many people struggled to really get into that book and connect with those characters unless you'd read issues 1 to 15 of the high republic adventures which is where lula and zine were introduced and you see that whole first part of their journey so when you're then picking that book up the people who'd invested it were like great now i get i know who these people are right you know anyone who'd only read the young adult and the adult novels pick that book up going i have no idea what's happening here yeah but then I read that, and the first chapter starts talking about things that had happened in those comics, and then the comics intersected with it again further yeah. on. And I mean, and it's I think it's a it's a valid criticism that that, and I think you know it happens with with the MCU and everything too that pe- people in general they're like, do I really need to watch every single MCU movie to date or or, or TV show to understand 
the events that are happening in this new thing that is about to come out. And with this too, where it's like, you know, do I really, there's a lot of people that they've never really read comics before in their life. And they're like, do I really need to read every single comic book that comes out in order for me to understand what the high Republic is? Um, I I don't think they had to because the, the adult novels on their own told the story of the Nihil threat to the Jedi and the Republic. Right. You know, but if you wanted everything yeah well yeah it it really does flesh it out a whole lot more if you want everything then of course by definition you need to read everything that's (laughs) that's i mean that's pretty straightforward i mean i'm not i mean i think the math is pretty clear there um (laughs) but if you're more i mean if you do just have time to only read the adult novels would you have missed anything major yes i mean if you only read the adult novels you wouldn't really get any of the drengear side plot because that started in the ya novels and then was finished in the comics so you wouldn't really have got that do Um, they touch on the drengear in the adult novels though they talk about it because it's a thing that happened right but it's not a major plot in any of the three novels because the first one, you know, Light of a Jedi, the plot is just the hyperspace disaster. Yeah. Rise and Storm, it's the attack on the fair. Um, Fallen Star, it's the Starlet Beacon going down. You know, right. that's your three major plot points. Right. Um, so the, the killer plants don't really turn up in that. But, <laughs> the killer plants. But, you know, the characters had experience of it. They just fought a whole, you know, a year-long war against these plants. Right. But that happens off-screen of the main three adult novels. Right. I I do think that there are, in instances like that, I, I forget which book it was, where they, you can, they do add a little bit of an explanation about what the Drangir are. Yeah. Just in, and, and, and for me who had, I had read the, the what, what is Into the Dark or whatever? Uh, it was Into the Dark or Test of Courage. It was yes. one of those where they so, yeah. unlocked them. Yeah, so when that happened and I had read that, so I'm like, yeah, I know who the Drangir are. Like, you know, <laughs> but it, it, it was, I remember just like the, the way that it was sort of described. I'm like, yeah, of course, I know this. But, you know, at the same time, I was like, oh, yeah, not everyone is reading every single thing. So I can understand it. And so I could appreciate that they did take a lot of, you know, the time at least to kind of generally explain what this drain gear are and the way i mean the language that they used to describe them was also a little bit different now that that because it is uh an adult novel so yeah even just the 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 adjectives and whatever that you that they used to describe them was a little different and it was so i guess it's possible to just understand and appreciate everything but of course like it, what the era is but you're not gonna get obviously a full understanding of everything if you're not reading everything. <laughs> no, and some of the motivations of some of the characters in yeah. Fallen Star may have been a bit hard to kind right. of understand or why certain people were where they were at certain right. points in the book. Right. Because those stories were all told elsewhere. But for me, you know, when all this stuff was coming out, I was ripping this stuff apart with a fine tooth comb, making these yeah. connections. Yeah. And just marveling in the awe like the, the work that had yeah. gone into making this <laughs> fit yeah you know, i don't i honestly don't think there was a single time i kind of looked at it and went well that person shouldn't be there 
<laughs> or that contradicts that. It, yeah. it just didn't happen. It was so, right. so tightly done. Well, let's... Uh, I want to talk about Phase 2 for for a little bit here. Okay. Um, so, as far as, you know, what we know so far, besides the fact that it jumps back further in time, um, are we talking about the same five authors, or ha- do we have new authors now coming in? And uh, they've added crew? a lot more authors in. So, I think George Mann, who wrote um, mm-hmm. some of the Dark Legends uh, stuff, he's officially part of the crew. Okay. Uh, so, uh, oh, how do you pronounce the name? Zoroda Cordova, mm-hmm. um, who wrote uh, Crash of Fates. She's officially on the team. Tessa Grattan has just co-wrote uh, Path of Deceit with Justina Ireland. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's a few more I've forgotten about. And based on the amount of content that we had in Phase 1, yeah. and again, like I said, I think half of this content wasn't in the original planning stage. They're just like, oh, wow, you know, <laughs> mapping this up. Let's give them more. Um, I think we'll see even more in wave two let me see uh i got here yeah uh phase two officially started with uh star wars insider uh two 213 with tales of enlightenment new prospects yep there was a new um high republic uh, short story last month yeah last month by george mann so there's that and then yes, Path of Deceit, which just came out uh, four days ago, when from when we're recording this on October fourth. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, so and then the next one will be the High Republic twenty twenty two one. So I guess that's so they're starting again. Yep. And that will be on October twelfth, and then the Junior novel comes out on November. Okay. So, and what's what's the name of the Junior novel? That's Quest for the Hidden City by George Mann. Oh, there's, there's another one in there. There's... There's another book that's been announced. We also have Convergence yep. by Zoraida Cordova, and that yep. also comes out in November. Yep. There's, there's another one. I'm, I'm waiting for you to give me the name. <laughs> there's The Blade by Charles Soule. Yep. Is that not it? That's nope. Blade 1. Sorry. Uh, I mean, the, the High Republic Adventures, when, oh, that comes out in November. Uh, the Blade 2. <laughs> yep. Still not that one. I mean, High Republic, High Republic, the name, the nameless Terror One. Then there's the Battle of Jeddah that comes out in January, and we should be what, there's what, the, you, the High Republic me. Four. Then there's the Blade Three, and then Quest of Jedi is the last one for this oh. wave. Okay, so there is another book. It's called. Is it called Escape from Planet X? I don't have that on my list. Quest for Planet X. That is part. Is that what we're talking about? Yes, that's Wave Two, man. Oh, okay. that's uh, that's not for April until April fourth, twenty twenty three. So for all you non Patreon subscribers, maybe that's when you're listening to this. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I guess. But it's only my three question months. is, yeah. I want to know whether that book is going to be a direct prequel to the Star Wars Science Adventures Journey Across Planet X from nineteen ninety nine, written by Jude Watson, where. Uh, the young rebel Stuart, yes, his uh-huh. name is Stuart, is on an adventure with three PO and R two D two, and they have to journey across Planet X. I would like it to be the same planet. So there is a Planet X already existing. Yep, Planet X, X already exists. You know, I, for all the other crazy names that you have in Star Wars, this is the best they could have done here. X, just the letter yep, X, just Planet X. <laughs> fantastic um so 
so I do. You, so yeah. So the for phase two though. So okay. So we have a few new authors in here. Do you yep. know if they also had the same kind of thing where they they sat in a room and went to Skywalker Ranch to plan it out a little bit more? Oh, I am. I imagine so. Yeah, because I mean, I guess they they saw how successful that first phase was, right? So it would have been a much bigger in. table. <laughs> and and then I guess phase three just remains to be seen. But um, are there? I now that I know that it's 150 years the before, I yep. will say that the one thing that that I was really excited about um, is that one of the things that I that I keep asking and wanting is take me back to a time before David knew that there were other planets, and I make mean, it there's still planets. It's called Star Wars, so is it Star Wars if they're not out in the stars? I don't know, but. I do like that one of the things that they talk about um, Phase 2 being a key is that this is an age of exploration and that the tech is not as good. You know, there's not good infrastructure and that you can imagine that communication in this era is like the Pony Express, but with droids. So that that doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) Why not? Because... If you've got a republic that's existed for a thousand generations, you uh-huh. know, which can be rounded up to twenty five thousand years if you take a generation as twenty five years, which is what the the kind of standard definition of it is. Yeah, one hundred and fifty years isn't going to make that much difference. Yeah, but think about what was happening one hundred and fifty years from from us. Yeah, but our society hasn't existed for twenty five thousand years of technology. <laughs> Has is that canon? Which bit? The the amount of time that you're talking about in the Star Wars? Yes, it's a thousand generations. That's what Obi Wan says. The Republic yeah. stood for a thousand generations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, maybe it's just like they still have internet. It's just like a twenty eight eight k like modem. <laughs> is, they're still on dial up, so it just takes a little longer. They're still using, like, fax machines and stuff. Or the equivalent of a fax machine in Star Wars. So maybe it's just, like, that change in technology. Rather than, like, completely not, you know, like, sending letters out. (laughs) If if I see people using proto-sabers in Path of Deceit, you know, where the lightsabers are wired up to a backpack, I think I might be a bit disappointed. Yeah, I do. uh, Yeah, yeah. that should be a little bit further back. So if Phase 3 wants to jump back a thousand years... I'm all for it. I mean, I, phase three has to jump forward to tie up it makes phase sense. one. Yeah. But it also has to, it doesn't have to, I guess, but it has to end with Acolyte, which we've been told is at the end of a High Republic era, a hundred mm. years before Star Wars. So maybe we'll jump forward to, you know, a hundred years after wave one. That would make sense. So then, I mean, it's it's all it all has to happen within what they're considering the High Republic era. So I mean, that's I mean, also are, why you can't. There have... are a lot of um, very long lived characters in the High Republic. Yeah. So you know, it's quite easy to have a lot of people in, you know, all three waves. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Yoda would still be around, right? Yeah. And okay. So but obviously, he's gone. He's gone missing at the end of Phase One. Yeah. But um, on phase two, yeah, well, we've seen some concept art of is going to be younger. Yeah, beefy Yoda with his little top knot. Oh, that's where. Yeah, yeah, little top knot, little little hipster Yoda. 
Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. We can't, can't wait to have him go into uh, be a, a barista doing some calf with uh, with some Jedi powers. Um, all right, man. Well, I don't have much more in here. Uh, no, I'm, I'm. That's all my interesting, obscure books. Which, again, I don't think that's bad for a year of publishing. No, <laughs> it's 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 <laughs> it's really good. And the thing is, like, it just sounds like it's not as obscure because it's all so tightly put together. Yeah. So it's just making sure that people know to go out and get Insider Magazine, making sure that they're also going and getting the comic books because all of it is very much weaved together. But Trev, if that's it for our main episode segment, yes. Do we have a batshit crazy book of the week segment today? Oh, I do have a, oh. have I got a batshit book for you. All right. It's the batshit crazy book of the week. So, the book is called the Vow of Silver Dawn. Uh-huh. It is a High Republic book. Uh-huh. It is set only 82 years before Star Wars. It okay. It was written in Chinese for the Chinese market, <laughs> released online. Uh-huh. And makes no sense. Doesn't really fit into Star Wars at all. They've all got, like, either Chinese or British names like Sean... You know, but uh-huh. the novel's protagonist is called Sean. Oh. <laughs> and not spelled uh-huh. not spelt in a Star Warsy way, like S H A Y W N. It's S E A N. It's just Sean. Um the planet Earth is mentioned in it. Wow. Like it just doesn't it doesn't fit. What? Um there's people on Reddit who were What? Yep. There was people on Reddit who were translating it into English. And I think they gave up about two-thirds of the way through because the book was so bad. And they were having to read this book and translate oh, it. Man. And they, got, they were just like, you know what, I'm out. So, <laughs> there, so, so there is no official translation for this this book. It's just people no. translating it from Chinese. Yep, and it's, it's an officially licensed book. You know, this came from the story group and Lucasfilm. But then, so someone read it. <laughs> yep, and it's, yeah. I've managed about five chapters before even I was like, no, not reading that. <laughs> you know, because they actually they go to the planet Earth. It's what? It's, yeah, it's nuts. So what? Air, what? What? I mean, this is all happening a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So how far away are we talking? Like how long ago? I I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to know what's happening on Earth at that time. Or is it dinosaur times? Is it no? Is it medieval just, times? It's, it's it's just remember it shouldn't even be in our galaxy. No, I know, but, but Earth, Earth, somehow Earth they in this galaxy. Yes, it's you know, and it's just another planet in the Republic. Oh, Earth is part of the Republic. A- apparently, according to this one book, yes. Oh, that's even more wild. Yeah. I did. A re- I thought that they just, you know, they could have. I mean, they could no, travel no, no, they to another galaxy. They so. didn't come to our Earth. Our Earth is there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, madness! Wait, this is a this is a story. There's not like a. Is there like? Are there drawings? No, no. It's just just a just book. Just a I story. Think, I think there is a cover. Um, Jeez. All right. Yeah. 
definitely share that on the Discord, that cover or something at least, just to get let's give people a teaser. I'll, I'll try and find the um, I'll try and find sounds, the translation again. That sounds completely crazy. Uh, yeah, I think that qualifies. Um, that's a, a new part. A segment within a segment is when I, now I decide if that is batshit crazy worthy or not. So, oh, okay. We're, we're going to get ratings. Yeah, like, I'm going to say... On the batshit scale. Yeah, so this is... Uh, I will give it... Um, okay, so I'll give it... Yeah, 10 out of 10 bananas. Okay. On how batshit crazy that is. <laughs> I'm going with bananas as uh, okay. as a rating system for this. That works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that's it for today's episode, Trev. Unless you have anything else to share, any other crazy books or no? I, th- I think even thinking about Valor Silver Dawn has made me want to take a lie down. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, now moving on to our outro segment if for some reason you haven't yet make sure to join our discord we have a very active community there sharing their thoughts on the latest episode of whatever show on disney plus at the time of recording this that will be andor the tv show very reading very pe- good <laughs> uh people are also reading along the newest book release which in this case if you are listening to this when this gets released that would be path of deceit and they're also selling their books and collectibles and sharing their artwork and fanfic. Most importantly, that is where you can get the latest news and discuss anything Star Wars archives. And in this case, it will be this batshit crazy book of the week that has been rated with 10 bananas. 10, <laughs> ten, ten galactic bananas to make it more Star Warsy. So I'm giving it 10 galactic bananas. And then, uh, so if you haven't yet, yeah, go to utini.com slash discord and click the join now button on that page. We're also on Twitter. So, Trev, what is our Twitter handle and what is your Twitter Twitter handle? So, we are at SW Archives Pod and I am at Davey Todd. And I am at the Joxie. That's T H E J O X I I I. So, go find me there. Go find us on Discord. Ask us questions on Discord. Be annoying on Discord. I don't know. No, don't be annoying. Just like it's fine. Like be be nice. <laughs> but you can you can you can be annoying to us and asking us questions and stuff if you want. Uh, so thank you, Trev, for everything you do for being so luminous. Thank, thank you, you to all of our Patreon members, and thank you to all of you guys for listening to us and uh, continuing to hear us talk about anything and everything Star Wars. And with that, I can now say, radio out. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars fan code. Embrace it. Live by it. And above all, trust in the living force. That's all for this week. Join our community and surround yourself with like-minded fans by visiting us online at utini.com. Until next time, may the Force be with you.